Hello everyone and welcome back to Talking Truth. Today we're going to be continuing our series of women of the Bible. This is a series that I do every other week where we talk about a certain woman in the Bible and things that we can learn from them. And it might be a more well-known woman of the Bible, Mary, maybe like Mary or Ruth or Esther, or it may be a woman in the Bible that people don't know as much about or don't talk about a lot. And it may be someone who was known as a very good, uh, righteous person in the Bible, or maybe someone who was evil and selfish, or we're just going to be looking at the different women in the Bible and what we can learn from them. So in today's episode, we are going to be looking at Jezebel. So as an introduction to Jezebel, I think that she probably is one of the more well-known women characters of the Bible, but probably not for the right reasons. So, first of all, from 1 Kings chapter 16, verse 31, we see that Jezebel is the daughter of Ethbaal, who is the king of the Sidonians. So, we see that she is a princess, and later she will become queen by marrying Ahab. And Ahab was the seventh king of Israel. And we know from most of the stories that Jezebel is in the Bible, we know that she's a very, well, manipulative and very cunning person. She was a, And she also had a lot of influence. She was able to influence the king Ahab to do lots of things to, um, to have the people worship Baal, idols. She had people abandon God. She had people killed for uh, minor inconveniences and stuff during her time so she was a very manipulative and influential person and she had ways of getting what she wanted and in first kings um around chapters 18 through 21 you can kind of get the picture of how evil and cunning she was and how she had all these prophets killed because they worshiped and uh talked about god and that's why today you rarely ever hear of someone named jezebel and Jezebel's actually on some, like, lists and stuff if you find, like, baby names for things. Jezebel's actually one of the worst baby names just because of what her name means and um, the type of person that she was. So no one wanted their child to be named after her, so it kind of was just faded away as a name. So we're just going to be looking at some points that we can possibly come up with because of her story while we don't want to we obviously don't want to follow her lifestyle and the choices that she made but we do want to see some of the things that we can learn from her maybe some things that she could have done better and could have been a better person and we'll just see some of those things as we read through parts of her story so i'm going to be reading from first kings 20 which is the story of how Ahab found this vineyard that he really liked and he wanted to have it for his own. But the per whoever's vineyard it was, this man named Naboth, wouldn't give it to him because, you know, it was his. He had worked for it and he didn't want to get rid of it. So uh, starting in verse 5, it says, But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, How is it that your spirit is so sullen and that you're not eating food? So he said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it pleases you, I'll give you a vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. So Jezebel, his wife, said to him, 
Do you now reign over Israel? Arise, eat bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent letters to the elders and to the nobles who were living with Naboth in his city. Now she wrote in the letters saying, Proclaim a fast and seat Naboth at the head of the people and seat two worthless men before him and let them testify against him, saying, You curse God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. Verse 11. So the men of his city, the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had sent word to them, just as it was written in the letters which she had sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth at the head of the people. Then the two worthless men came in and sat before him, and the worthless men testified against him, even against Naboth, before the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent word to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is now not alive, but dead. So when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. So as a quick summary, there was this man named Naboth who had a really nice vineyard, and Ahab, who was the king, wanted it. He said, I'll give you money for it, I'll completely transfer you and all your stuff to a completely different vineyard if you just let me have the one you have now and so Naboth said no I don't want to give you my vineyard it's mine I've worked for it I'd like to keep it and so this makes Ahab very upset and he goes to Jezebel and Jezebel said what's the matter with you why are you sad and depressed all of a sudden and he tells her why and so she says you know don't worry about it I am going to fix this problem for you so she writes letters as um, the king. She's writing them in the place of the king. So the people think that it is Ahab writing the letters. And he, she signs it with the king's seal and everything to make it look authentic and stuff. And she tells them to put Naboth in front of the people. So to kind of hold him in a situation of court, sort of. And to seat two people. She, uh, um, The New American Standard Version calls them two worthless men. So people who you could pay to testify against him to just blab things off and say that he had cursed God and then have them take him out and stone him. So the men, the elders, they heard this and they followed through with it and they had Naboth seated at the head of the people. They had two worthless men come forward and say that Naboth had cursed God and the king. So they said, yep, this is totally legit. So they took him outside and they stoned him. And then they went and told Jezebel, that Naboth is now dead, he will no longer bother you. So Jezebel heard of Naboth's death, and then she goes to Ahab and tells Ahab, hey, you can go take Naboth's vineyard now, the one who wouldn't let you have it for money or for another vineyard, because he's now dead. So Ahab went up, and once he had heard that Naboth was dead from Jezebel, he went and arose and went to the vineyard, and he took possession of it. So we see from the story in 1 Kings 21 that Jezebel could pretty much use her power and influence to do anything that she wanted to. She was known for using her power and her influence to get what she wanted. And this was why so many of the prophets were so afraid of her was because all she had to do was speak one word and they could be dead or stoned or executed. So I think that a good point that we can learn from this story is that not to misuse our power. Sometimes we are in positions of power, maybe in a certain group of people, maybe with politics, maybe with 
uh, social media or something. Lots of people have great influences in these things. And we see from Jezebel's story here that just because we have power doesn't mean that we should use it to get everything we want. We shouldn't misuse the power that we have. And that is the biggest reason why Jezebel was so feared, why she was so hated. And eventually all these things kind of added up and it's the reason that she eventually died because of the things that she had done led up to just a big misuse of her power. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Talking Truth and make sure to come back Tuesday at 4.30 for another episode.